Hey guys, we're going to do the briefest Legends podcast ever because I want to play some Force Unleashed really bad. I'm Jeremy, your host, and we got Dylan. Also known as John Tuttle, who if you haven't noticed, my camera is not working. That's because of our wonderful sponsor, Comcast, does not um, being such the wonderful internet provider that they are and not letting me be able to use my camera. But it's all right. We're doing the podcast anyway. Yay. Anyway, let's get into it. We got Rebel Raid coming up. You all need to participate in. Doug, let's get the details on this. Oh, man. Rebel Raid. I know. I'm so ready for this. Uh, let me just click to make sure I remember when exactly it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming up in July. It's the first week of July. Um, I'll have to look at it. But it's for... Uh, Chuck Wendig's new book, Aftermath, Empire's Ends. No, Life um, Debt. Life Debt, right. Next year. Next year. Oh, it's completely original. I mean, it's the first time ever they've ever called something that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, guys, just remember to be positive. No being a jerk to anyone who doesn't agree with you. <coughs> Edward. <coughs> oh, who was that? Uh, July 12th is when the next one is, and you would basically, you go to the page, um, uh, events page for the Expanded Universe Movement, uh, Facebook slash EU events page if you want to type in the URL for that. It has all the information on that and all the other stuff we have going up. Um, speaking of the campaigns, by the way, we also have a letter, our monthly letter writing campaign, which goes on um, really monthly and is... Uh, the next one is going to be the last, last Friday of every month. So the next one is going to be June 4th. But a few of the people who have been regularly participating in this received some interesting reply letters from Lucasfilm. Yeah, including yourself. Right. Uh, basically, though, the... Um, the letters are nice. It's a nice thing to get back, but they kind of drive home the point that they think we can be um, satisfied simply by them inserting old Expanded Universe Legends characters into the new canon. So if you've been uh, participating in the letter writings for a while now, we ask that on this next one, when you send them in, that you make clear exactly that we want the continuation of it, of the Expanded Universe, not just them picking and choosing elements and putting the new canon. That's not what we're after at all. That's not what we're asking for. So... But other than that, another response is great. A few months ago, we got responses from Disney, um, a few different responses from Disney. So now we're getting responses from Lucasfilm. So keep up the great work. Keep sending out the letters and participate in the raids and the book drive. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, and like I said, just be positive. No acting like a, a certain YouTuber who doesn't really make videos anymore. Good riddance. Right. Or another certain um, person um, who likes to harass people at panels. Yeah. Yeah, Darth Grocer and Darth Harasser are their official titles. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so let's get into it. Speaking of harassment, let's talk about this Timothy Zahn interview, Dylan. The, the uh blown out of proportion interview of all time 
with our um, good buddy um, from a long while back in the Spanning Universe movement, Eric Giller. A uh, great guy. He's really fair and honest. Uh, he's like he's basically like the Fox News of um, Star Wars. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, no, no. This guy, in all seriousness, is a dick bag. This isn't the opinion of of the Star Wars Legends podcast. It's my personal opinion. Uh, this guy intentionally antagonizes people because he's the fucking king of his mole hole. And, yeah. What a but basically it. Being. Um, it came out that there was a panel at um. Uh, con about a week ago. I can't, can't even remember what the con was. Where um, someone asked a question about the expanding universe, and he and Zon kind of went like, "Well, you know, it's great." Um, Basically saying like all the politically correct party line stuff so that he doesn't burn any bridges. Well, the next day, Eric Geller took that as a sign of, oh, he's, um, I, can, I can get some stuff out of this. So he did an interview with him, which got posted uh, a couple days, a day or two after that, where he basically kind of like what he did with the his um, hit piece on the Alliance. A lot of fairly carefully structured questions to get the responses that he wanted, and a lot of, um, uh, let's see, herky jerky um, types of cutting out certain questions and how they phrased them to get the answers that he was looking for to make his point. <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, he really. Yeah. Yeah, fuck him. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm using the um, rude language again. Well, you know. Oh, God forbid. But on the bright side, Matt made a very amazing video um, about that. My only criticism, though, is that, I mean, if you've seen it, you'll know we're talking about it. But around the one minute and twenty-six second mark, somewhere around that, there should have been a mic drop. There should have, yeah. Um, uh, that was the only missed opportunity on that whole video. But it's it's really good. It's his most recent video uh, that's coming out. If you're watching this right now, I think it's his most recent video currently on his channel. If not, the uh, it's it's another defending the expanded universe movement, basically. But this one specifically talks about not only the fact that it, he was he got a lot of loaded questions in that interview, but also the fact of, of gatekeepers in general and a point that I think we've all made internally, but we haven't actually made a public point of arguments against bringing out the expanded universe that it would confuse, quote unquote, confuse fans. Really, what they're saying is, we think our fans are too stupid to understand two different continuities. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to leave them with one. Because our fans can't handle multiverse. They, they're they not smart enough to differentiate, to be able to tell by a banner of what, it, what part, what universe it belongs to. Yeah. We have to shepherd our fans like the sheep that they are, so that they know exactly what is the true canon. And that's why we can't continue Legends, but we can still re keep reprinting the books and putting 
keeping them on the bookshelves, which further confuses fans anyway, which is a completely hypocritical thing for us to do. But, you know, we like money, and the old Legends books sell more than the new Legends books, but we can't really say that. Um, Public. There, I can the video, The video is, uh, giving up, is uh, titled Giving Up, by the way, which is <laughs> not what the video is about. <laughs> it's very depressing. It's almost clickbaity. Cringe. Uh, Next, he's gonna start posting videos of him with a low cut top and streaming League of Legends. Like, anyway, that's another. Thing. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> We're on fire tonight. That was cringeworthy. This whole podcast is cringeworthy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, let's get into some other cringeworthy stuff. Uh, I was on Amazon the other day, Dylan. Okay. It was a horrible mistake. I noticed, like, there was a Force Awakens comic book adaptation coming out. Mm hmm. Written by none other than the world's most hated EU author, well, not even an EU, Star Wars author, Chuck Wendig. Our, uh, our good friend, the E-Geeks Addict, is having a heart attack as we speak. Um, I think he's seriously contemplating um, his life right now and whether or not he should continue it. It's been so break It's so heartbreaking to him. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just no bueno. It's, and it really... ...was that when Delray signed him on to write his trilogy, they paid him up front for the entire trilogy, kind of like what they did with the old expanded universe authors before Legends at um, for Legends became what it was. They'd already paid them to write their novels, and then their novels got canceled, so they had to make new novels for them to write, which was essentially why we saw a lot of the older um, writers writing the first few novels, and then they slowly got phased out. My theory was they paid Chuck Wendig for the trilogy. The first book comes out, he makes an ass of himself out of himself. They don't they know he's an asshole now. They want to cut ties with him, but they've already paid him for the trilogy, so they're gonna let him write the last two books and then they'll be done with him. But this suggests that they actually like him and are willing to give him more work. Well it's which they're run by Ma uh well actually I can't say that here because people would find that highly offensive. They're run by idiots. Dylan witnessed this firsthand when dealing with the editors of the Marvel Star Wars stuff. They're dumb. They don't know what they're doing, and they write crap. Yeah, that's how I feel about that. Yeah, it's cringeworthy. It makes me want to vomit, in all honesty. Actually, Matt sent us a, a gif of vomiting after he first heard that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's playing for me right now. Um, if uh, my camera was work, if Comcast would allow my camera to work right now, you could see the the face of disgust I'm putting on right now. Mm -hmm. Hey, can we get to something positive here, Dylan? Do we have anything positive? What we're reading <laughs> into what we're reading. This is a short podcast. I want to hear what you're reading. It will lift my spirits right now. Well, I'm not currently reading anything because I just finished Fate of the Jedi Outcast. So I guess I'm about to start Fate of the Jedi Omen. 
How are you enjoying this Fate of the Jedi series? It's... How do I put this? It's really interesting. It's... I will say it's a step down from Legacy of the Force, but it's not much of a step down. And actually, like what I did in reading Cross Current Riptide and Millennium Falcon, because that was an even bigger step down, so I come into Fate of Jedi kind of on an upswing. But it's really well done in how they execute it. Especially there's a scene kind of close to the beginning that kind of sets off the that kind of sets off what the series is about, which is heartbreaking. And it's so hard to get through, but like, you know, it has to happen. And there's a, but you don't want it to. And then it kind of teeters, it kind of teeters off and gets a, there's a few storylines that I thought were a little bit boring, but knowing what happens later in the series, I realize why they're important. They need to hit them. Mm -hmm. So it's a pretty good first book. Um, I'm actually, uh, um, actually, I'm not reading um, *The Fate of the Jedi*. I actually have them all on audiobooks, so I'm listening to the audiobooks. And at times, whenever I can, I'm actually following along on the book to by listening to the audiobook. Which, if you haven't read a, let me just stop by saying this: if you're an expanded universe fan and you have not um, listened to an audiobook production of an expanded universe book, you are doing yourself a disservice. They are wonderful. You've read a few of them through audio. Oh, yeah. Audio. I've listened to quite a bit. Um, now, I, I will say um, not all the books are done unabridged. There are a bunch of books that unfortunately are done abridged. Those are ones was, you should steer. Those were mainly the Bantam books. The Bantam books and the first era Delray books until about 2007, 2008 is when they stopped doing that. Yeah. But uh, what's your favorite um, uh, uh, audio book from uh, Star Wars? Not counting audio dramas. I would have to say um, The Last Command. Just because it's so well done. And if you don't know what we're talking about, um, along with the books, there some of them are done by a single voice actor. Um, a lot of times it's like Mark Thompson, but there's a few others. But Mark Thompson is by far my favorite. But it's actually a production where they bring in – some of them will have a full cast. They But all of them bring in like little sound bites. So they're like – they're in space. They'll have like the ambient noise of a ship going on in the backgrounds while they're reading the dialogue. Or there's certain emotional, there's certain moments where they'll add like music, the actual license John Williams Star Wars music into the series, and it fits so well. It's, oh. Oh, go on. Oh, I'm, I was kind of rambling on that there. But. <laughs> I think my favorite is Mall Lockdown. Mall Lockdown. I thought you were going to say Death Troopers. Death Troopers is a close second, but Mall Lockdown, that that guy who did those voices, whoo that was so good. Yeah. His Darth Maul, perfect. His Palpatine, perfect. I mean, his Kamari Vosa even was really good. Um... And those are just to name some who already had voices, whether it was movies or video games. Or oh, yeah. The, 
the voice actors are great. I mean, um, the post Jedi stuff. Mark Thompson does an amazing job getting like the big three's voices down. It kind of, and this is not really his fault, is because he's a guy. He kind of has trouble with female voices, and they all sound very similar, which is more of a. Again, it's more of a fact that he's a he's a guy trying to do a, a girl's voice. Yeah, and. I wish on stuff like that. My only gripe about them is I wish that they would have a female voice actors to go along with the male voice actor and and vice versa when they have a, a production with a female narrator that they'd have a male one to do the male voices. That's my only criticism of them, but audiobooks, Tim House does an amazing job with them. Uh, if you haven't treated yourself to an unabridged audio, Star Wars audiobook yet, you call yourself an EU fan, you should do it because they're amazing. But yeah, I'm enjoying Outcat. I'm enjoying Fate of the Jedi. Um, it's very interesting. Is that all? Yeah. Oh god, I have a lot. I'll I know get you, the you do. Out of the way, read Darth Vader twenty one. It sucked really bad. Um, I guess they're going to try. They're trying to wrap up the series in three issues now. Three four issues left. And uh, it's starting to get in that rushed phase. Oh, apparently there was a typo in it. Was there? I read it so quickly that I don't remember. Yeah, in like the beginning, like opening paragraph, um, uh, the geek static just shared it in our um, in our admin chat for Star Wars reviewers and crossovers the Omniverse. But in the second paragraph, it says Vader has been able able to redeem himself. Oh, I don't able. I don't need to read that because I remembered what happened last issue. If I don't remember, then I read those. Um, but going on with the Marvel comics, I read Poe Dameron number three and didn't like it. It's the first issue in that series that was just mediocre. I never thought I'd see a Godzilla fight in a Star Wars movie, a Star Wars comic. And at that, it'd be really boring. It only happened for five panels to one page. And yeah, uh, and the thing is, they're done with this story arc, but they're going to drag it out for another three issues or so, which is terrible. It's like what they did with the the first um, Marvel new Marvel Star Wars arc, where it ended at issue four, but they dragged it on for another two issues. Uh, let's see. Last new canon thing, I've been reading New Republic Bloodline, which is the new Claudia Gray book. It's all right. Nothing too special. The thing that bothers me is that I don't know how old Leia is. I don't know how old Han is. But they're together still. But is Ben with them? I don't know. I'm only like three chapters in. And I'm just really completely confused. And lastly, and the one I'm most excited about, I read some EU, Dylan. Oh. I was about to unfriend you. Yeah, I know you were. That's why I had to throw that in. Uh, <laughs> I've been reading the Marvel Star Wars comics. I read issues 7 through 10. This is a storyline where we find out what happened to Han and Chewie's fortune they got from the Rebels. And... Uh, how they're going to limp back to the Alliance. <laughs> it's a fun issue. It has uh, Jackson the Green Rabbit that's notorious 
It's his first appearances in issue eight. I actually saw Jackson cosplayer at Star Wars Celebration last year. Really? It was pretty impressive, actually. Mm -hmm. Surprised at how many people got it. Um, let's see what else was going. Um, it, it basically Han and Chewie get hired by these farmers to rescue them from this sort of sky pirate who uh, just takes all their crops and steals their young girls away. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Uh, he gets a whole group of people to team up with him, and they uh, they fight them. And then fight a giant monster at the end. It's really, it's a really fun read. I'll be reviewing it next week, uh, which you should check out. Because I am really, I'm really dialed into these old Marvel comics, though, and they're really worth your time to read. Well, I have them all. It's just, I don't honestly. I have the ultimate first world EU problem where I have every single. I got the Dark Horse Mega Bundle, so I have every single comic. But I literally have no clue where to begin. <laughs> I've read a lot of them. I've read, as you, if you listen to podcasts, you know I love the legacy comics. Uh, Dawn of the Jedi, um, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, the um, Crimson Empire. I've Invasion, as much as I hated that one. I've read a lot of them, but it's getting to the point where I don't, I don't know, like, okay, what do I want to do next? And I think I'm just going to start. Dark Times. Dark Times? Yeah, go for that. I was actually just thinking of, on the Dark Horse app, they're all listed in alphabetical order, so I was actually just thinking of reading them in alphabetical order. <laughs> Which would be terrible, but at least I'll get through them. Um, you could probably now read them on the Comixology app. I've tried to transfer it over, but it just doesn't work. Huh. Weird. Uh, Comixology is such a better app, though. I'd get by with the Dark Horse app. It's Maybe it's because it's the only thing I know, but I actually know the ins and outs of it to navigate it and to deal with and how to fix it when it goes bad. You see, for those of you who don't know, I've had a really <coughs> horrible experiences trying to deal with the Dark Horse app. And I hate it. And I was so glad when Com Dark Horse finally decided to be launched on Comixology, which is my number one digital comics app, which is a really good app. You guys should be checking that out. They now have Comixology Unlimited, where you can pay, I think, $5.99 a month, and you have an infinite amount of comics to read. Really worth your time. Yeah. Uh, Want to get into questions now? Yeah. Well, actually... I've been playing Force Unleashed. Oh, okay. I picked that up, and I've been sort of achievement hunting. Yeah, he was. Um, you should have seen him in the in the pre-show. He was. Um, he was enjoying himself a little too much and killing Wookies. Oh, I'll just say that. Yeah, it was so fun. Everyone, I kept getting. Uh, I was trying to get the achievement of killing two hundred Wookies in the prologue. Six which is called Bosk, by the way. Yeah, because Bosk is racist against Wookiees, for those of you who don't know. Well, all Trandosians are. They they literally hunt them. Yeah. Like, that's a, it's a sport in their culture. But um, I got, like, four achievements in the attempt to get that achievement. 
as well. So, yeah, it was really entertaining. Uh, I'm really enjoying the game. Like I I've said this before, I find Starkiller to be the most overrated character, one of the most overrated characters besides Revan in the video games. Um, on account of he's just so OP in the games. But the games are really fun. It's just the storylines are just kind of dumb. Especially Force Unleashed 2. Well, he's in, in Universe. He's like, well, in the novels, he's really powerful in the Force, but he's a sucky duelist, which is kind of... And he really has nothing else other than... He's literally spent his whole life with combat, so there's nothing else about his character, really, other than being um, be essentially being um, Vader's hand mm -hmm. or Vader's equivalent of the Emperor's hand yeah um, okay why don't we get into questions so Dark Snovia is very merciful mercifully only has one question this time uh, what do you uh, yeah do you think of Watch Mojo's top 10 Star Wars lists uh, very I haven't, I haven't seen any of them, so I'm going to defer to Jeremy on this one. I can't even remember. I've seen a movie one. I think with the top, I think they did a top ten worst uh, special edition changes, which I found very humorous, and I actually agreed with all of them. And that, but I think that's the only one I've ever watched um, of those. I didn't know they had more in all seriousness. They might have a top 10 worst prequel moments. They probably have a top 10 worst EU things. Or top 10 reasons why the EU shouldn't be canon. I, don't I mean, everyone does nowadays. It. I doubt it. I don't think they would go that far. But then again, they've done it with comic books, so I don't know. Um, yeah. Sorry, Dark Snowvia. <laughs> All right, next question from uh, Sam Bascom. Um, why do so many people hate The Last Jedi? I don't know. I've never read it. Uh, I don't like it because they didn't call it Coruscant Nights 4. <laughs> that, I hate when they do that. That was such a, that was such a Star Wars thing near the end. Uh, like... Like when they would end a series and then they'd start the war miniseries, it's like the same thing. Like I bought last the Last Jedi and then realized it was Coruscant Knights Four, and I've never read Coruscant Knights, so I'm like, well, that's stupid. I guess I can't read this now. Well, like um, uh, the fourth book in the um, Republic Commando is called Order Sixty Six. Yeah, irritating. With like. With like no, I mean it's literally there's nothing on it that says Republic Commando, pretty much. So you and I've seen it in the stores before, and I'm like, what is this? Oh, it's an order. Oh, it's about like the Jedi Purge, and like, and then, but no, it's not. It's a it's the fourth book in the Republic Commando, and that's even worse because that's not even the last Republic Commando book. Five O First came after that, which is an Imperial Commando novel. Imperial Commando, but still, it has Imperial Commando. So if you've read the, you it at least is an imperial commando so it's like the republic at order 66 is hey order 66 yeah um nothing uh yeah other than that i don't know why people don't like the last jedi 
right. So this question comes from Benjamin Harden. Hey, have you all ever seen Matt Wilkins? Uh, no, I have no clue who that is. Um, Jeremy, no. do you? No, who the f okay. is that? Right. Huh. Uh, Seriously. Who is he? Do we feature him on the show? Maybe. Uh, or did we just talk about one of his videos like 20 minutes ago? Who knows? Who, who fucking knows? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He's probably just some YouTuber with like a thousand followers. He thinks he's all that when he's really not. Yeah, he's obviously not me. Right. Anyways, um, Frank Miller's Evil Hat 1 says, So what are you guys reading right now? Uh, basically what we said like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> hey, hey, don't give him that. That was, that was posted ahead of time. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm reading, uh, like I said, I'm about to read Fate of the Jedi Omen. I'm reading New Republic Bloodline and the Marvel comics. Both new and old. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, we have a couple more, actually. Oh, we shit. have another question from... No, this is like half the episode is going to be answering questions. Yeah. Uh, do any of you think that Wikipedia is cheating when it comes to the EU? Absolutely not. If it wasn't for Wikipedia, I would know nothing about the EU. I probably would have never gotten into it. That was my gateway, was looking up like... Uh, Looking up, like, whatever happened to Luke Skywalker? Oh, there's, like, 800 pages on Wikipedia about what happened at, to Luke Skywalker. Oh, wait, who are all... Oh, these are all interesting. Wasn't yeah. from Wikipedia, I would never be an EU fan. Because I went down that rabbit hole hard. I, I went all into the Wikipedia rabbit hole. I would spend hours, hours on that. Before I even read any novel, any comic, I had played a few of the games. I knew of the Ewoks TV series and the Clone Wars micro series, but that was it. And the movies, that was it. And and I, it is absolutely not cheating. And I use Wikipedia with my reviews. Nine times out of ten, I'm using Wikipedia to make sure I get everything in that I should be in my synopsis. Now I will say, if spoilers are something that you want to avoid, if you want the surprise factor of reading a novel, tread lightly, tread tread cautiously. Um, when on Wikipedia, but otherwise, no, it is. Because a lot of times, even even stuff I've read, I'll I'll read something, but then I'll go on Wikipedia afterwards, and like there'll be something I missed or like some reference I didn't get that Wikipedia will explain to me, which makes the plot make even more sense or a storyline that comes later down the road or like like i'll go like uh why didn't why didn't they ever tie up that loose end and i'll read wikipedia and like oh it was it was that was that's what that character was talking about in that book i read a couple months ago mm -hmm. yeah next question <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm really tired guys uh oh shoot i just lost it uh, did Vitiate find a holocron of Darth and Dedu? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're tapping into an area of the EU that neither of us are very familiar with. That's a possibility. I will say a lot of Vitiate's history, even from what little I know of Vitiate, I know that a majority of his lifespan we don't know anything about. Oh, shit. 
And am I back? Well, this is awkward. And this is how the podcast dies with thunderous applause. So it appears that Jeremy has, um, um, Yeah, I can't find him on here. So it appears that Jeremy has completely uh, dropped from the podcasts. I have it up uh, with the live just to make sure that I'm still on. Uh, um, let me cl close that. So back to questions then. Sorry for everyone who is um, watching this either live or later in the time, just skip forward to like little YouTube scroll bar until you get to wherever the hell you see two of us in until the video just ends. But uh, I guess I'll finish up the questions now. Uh, uh, no, I was going to say that Darth and Dedu, um, uh, well, with Vitiate, there's a lot of Vitiate's history that we don't know of. Very... We already know of little slices here and there, but he lived for a very long time. It's entirely possible that he have found the Holocron. I just doubt he did. Uh, or I just um, don't think he ever did. Uh, I just don't know if it ever happened because, again, we don't know his full history. Um, moving on to... Oh, I now have Jeremy on the other end. Uh, so Jeremy just called me on Skype. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Jeremy's on with me Skype, so his computer basically crashed. He's attempting to re-get into the podcast. I... Uh, um... Oh yeah, we're we're definitely still on air. I've been one manning this for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the biggest train wreck of a podcast ever in the history of our podcasts as we try to get Jeremy back online. Uh but yeah, anyway, next question. Um I've been uh okay. Fucking hell, I apologize, everyone. Let me <laughs> There we go. Okay, sweet Jesus. I, I'm so sorry, people. Um, uh, we're live. I have no controls over this. <laughs> so how are we going to end it? I'll just, just hang up the call. Um, I, I, I think we tried that. Uh, well, okay. Anyway, um, fuck my life. Okay. So what oh questions did I miss? Uh, basically, I was just finishing up the Vitiate talk. Oh, okay. 
uh, summarizing that we haven't, there's a lot of Vitiate's history that we don't know about, so it's entirely possible. I just don't think he did. Okay. So next. Uh, Sam has another question. Um, how much of the continuity issues created by the Clone Wars have been fixed? Uh, with Fantasy Flight's Force and Destiny Corp rulebook, essentially all of them, though we don't have exact confirmation on how exactly they're fixed, we just have that. Um, they changed. Yeah, we have a kind of. They changed all the records, so whatever doesn't fit is just them changing the records. Yeah. Other than that, not, not a lot was fixed by Lee and she. Well, we basically just got a little snippet that, like, hey, um, 